0: This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ believe the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious through social and financial rewards. They have used science and gathered data to convince insurance companies that health conscious people, including cyclists, deserve lower rates in life insurance. Health IQ have helped tens of thousands of people secure billions of dollars in insurance coverage. For a free life insurance quote, visit healthiq.com slash speed. Again, that is healthiq.com slash speed. And now, on with the show. I just keep going with the go go gorilla song it's so good it's just God, so no, good. No, no no ah no, the best song no, ever gorilla. go go gorilla it's just amazing anybody that uh, I, I don't know whatever go go gorilla anyway we're back episode 167 speed metal cycling podcast the least professional least knowledgeable least informed podcast ever and that is a quote direct quote We are at speedmetalcycling.com, check us out, and we'd like to thank all the people who make this podcast possible, our sponsor, Health IQ, and of course, all our Patreons over at patreon.com slash speedmetalcycling. You guys are all awesome, all the goodies and stuff left today, they're all on their way, and the international people, obviously, are probably going to have to wait a little bit longer. But thank you very much, and I'm going to start actually thanking a few specific guys next episode, if I remember, which I probably won't. Anyway, Mike Spriggs, excuse me, Mike Spriggs, are you here? Nope. Mike Spriggs, are you here? Nope. So you're skipping today? Yes. Oh, damn. Hans the Eagle, are you here? Well, at least Hans the Eagle is here. Also joining me today, other than Hans the Eagle, is my brother Klaus. Klaus, how are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing well, and I'm wondering if Mike could tell me one of the riders that crashed out on the first day of the Tour de France.
0: Um, Richie. N- no, dude, you got it wrong. Richie didn't didn't crash. Valverde. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Valverde, Valverde did, did crash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Klaus is doing well. And Natalia, Natalia, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well too.
0: Good to hear, good to hear. Klaus, do you want to share what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Quickly, so that people know what's up. I broke so- my ankle. Well, in Colombia there's a tradition it's, it's more like a superstition That if you move into a new house You have to break a bone in your new house And then the house is officially christened And then good luck will come to you So Klaus was actually How long have you been in the house? In uh, your new house? A couple of hours? Not, Yeah A yeah. <laughs> couple of hours And then he broke his ankle All right
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah And um Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say any more than that, but uh, yeah. Uh, Injury and hopefully a speedy recovery. There you go. uh, I told you guys that the orthopedic surgeon that saw me spotted my legs as those of a cyclist, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. The rumors you have heard about the musculature of my legs are completely true, true. and I are far more (laughs) impressive than those in the Go Go Gorilla video.
2: <laughs> and you're what in love, about? Klaus, because it's hiring season. A lot of contracting is being done, so That's right. You know, stay right. tight, just stay tight. You know, like rumor has a way of spreading out, so who knows right. who the doctor knows and all of the Zoren Klaus is signing a pro contract to go race. Yes. The greatest
1: compliment I've ever <laughs> been paid ever in my life.
0: <laughs> I think that the best the best reaction to your doctor telling you that Asking you if you were a cyclist was Mike yeah. <laughs> telling you that you should have said, that's racist. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> and, know that's actually, know. and it is kind of weird because he said, oh, because uh, then after that, he's like, Klaus, uh, where are you from? And I was like, from Columbia. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of cyclists from Columbia. So he kind of knew. So I think it was kind of racist. Yes. Yep. There yeah,
2: you go. that's mine's right. Mine's we need to get that's racist right. from Mike. We have I to. Know, we we have to make him record that one.
0: Can you please do that next time for us? Yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. <clears throat> and what about Hans the Eagle? <whistles> All right, the eagle's around. See, it doesn't. The eagle doesn't care that we're in France for the Tour de France now, in Luxembourg and in Germany. Hans the Eagle from Switzerland lives on. <whistles>
2: Hans is going to be with us for all the races from now forever. I mean, we just adopted Hans. So Didi the
1: devil is German. He goes to he was at the Giro.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. He sure does. He's who he's ours. Um yeah, okay. Anyway, listen. Um we have Plenty to talk about (laughs) Plenty Three stages And none of them Have really been That much fun But Um We should talk about Though Um What Oh yeah Actually A a special shout out To uh To Brian In Maryland One of our Patreons Uh Special shout out Definitely I just I made a note For a special shout out But I I don't remember why At some point I thought like Oh But anyway Whatever
2: He's like the the most active, one of the most active listeners in social media, no?
0: Um, Yeah. Because he's doing like
2: Photoshop stuff. He, whenever you said something and he finds a picture that is kind of related, then he fixes it and posts it. And uh, apparently he got something from you, an autograph, I think, for his cat. Oh that yes. was pretty funny. What? That was pretty yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, one of the one of the rewards for the patrons at a certain level is that they get a one hundred percent frameable photo of me autographed and dedicated to yes. whoever they want. And he wanted to dedicate it dedicated to his cat, Milkshake. Oh my so god! I dedicated it to Milkshake and then quoted uh, Super Troopers, one of my favorite movies of all time. So.
1: What? The taste like snazberries. On, no, meow. no, 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 no! Yeah, come on, meow!
0: No, it's a, uh, what is it? You better, you better shut up, right? Meow or something like that. Oh, okay, one of those. Yeah, one of the meows. Um, all right. So, first thing, second thing. How's about the Grand Depart? Did you guys watch that? Germany sure knows how to throw a party. To to, I mean, this is the biggest yearly yeah. sports competition in the world. And that party in Dusseldorf looked like a street, like a, like, a, like a block party here in Pittsburgh. It was so sad. It was all like high school, the high school choir singing this song and like our local like cover band covering Billie Jean and
1: like uh, top dancing. Did you
0: guys see this thing?
1: Either I or didn't. New. Like the actual, oh. like the day before kind of celebration? Yeah,
0: yeah. When the, yeah, exactly. When exactly. Had all the teams right up, and then um. Jens Vogt and some other guy who only had one eye was interviewing everybody, all the cyclists and stuff, especially the ones that spoke German and whatnot. And there was a huge crowd, shitload of Colombians. But the entertainment in between was the worst. And also, I can't remember what team it was, but Jens Vogt went to interview the person he thought was somebody and it wasn't and that person pointed like no he's over there and Jens was like walking around like who am I looking for I don't even know what this guy looks oh, like no. it was pretty bad but here's the thing so they had like this long I don't know this word and you guys probably won't know either because you're Colombian pr- pr- promenade? Promenade? promenade 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 where the guys would come up with their bikes they would ride with their bikes and then it was like along the river <coughs> And then they had, like, these little stations kind of thing with, like, uh, models, like, human beings pretending to be different people that were famous or good or things that were famous about Stuttgart. So there was, like, a little, like, Japanese lady because Stuttgart, I mean, not Stuttgart, Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf uh, has a really big Japanese um, community or something, you know, whatever. And they have the guys in Kraftwerk on there because they're from Dusseldorf. But I think it's going to be like, you know how Edgar Allan Poe, every city in America, claims that he's from there? Mm -hmm. So Baltimore is like, oh, no, he is from here. But he wasn't born in Baltimore. He was like born in upstate New York or something. And like, I I don't know where the fuck he was born. Wherever it is, like everybody just thinks like, oh, the Edgar Allan Poe Museum should be here because this is where he was buried. Well, but he died here. Well, he was born here. Well, he wrote whatever here. Kraftwerk actually formed in London. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that, like, their first couple of records were all put out while they were still going to college in London. So I don't know. I'm sure there's uh, plenty of people out there right now going, what are you crazy? They formed in Dusseldorf. Why didn't they not
1: have... Kraftwerk didn't perform? Uh, no. <laughs>
0: Come oh, on, man! They had local high school, like tap dancing. They couldn't afford. They couldn't afford one. Of, they couldn't even afford the, the, the like the skinny guy in, in Kraftwerk, Much less all four overweight, like like huge belly dudes. Now,
1: well, I mean, they did it at MoMA. They did the Tour de France album in its entirety. Yes, exactly. Do you, do you know
0: how much money it costs to get into that?
1: The well, they saved all the money by not buying dollars. a single bale of hay for the TT. No, Jesus there is
0: no Christ. way. I think Kraftwerk would have been like, uh, yeah, no. You should have seen that stage was so bad. This whole thing was like straight up. I am not even exaggerating. A block party. At like one of the neighborhood parties here with like a, just like a stupid, like straightforward stage with like five lights. It is so badly done. Just so terrible. And again, the biggest sporting event, the biggest yearly sporting event in the world. It was pathetic. But you guys did see the, the reaction that Carlos Betancourt
1: had, right? Yeah. From the Colombians and stuff?
2: Yeah. No, well, no, no. no, Boyd. Oh, no, they went I
1: didn't to see a, that. Oh, oh that's really? I was like, man. You need I to get into Betancourt's watch
2: in Twitter, man. That's where oh, all the good God, stuff you is. You
0: have got to watch this. It's, James Boyd oh, cuts between... Um, I don't know. Who's the German in in, in, in Movistar? Is there is a German in Movistar? No.
2: No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Not that I, I know, I, but... Just Jens was check.
0: definitely... Jens was definitely talking in German when this happened. Because I think that's why... That's what freaked... <laughs> that's what freaked Batancur out. His oh, face. Oh, so
2: the <laughs> Yasha. So it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so the yeah. So,
0: J.S. Vogt got in between them, and he starts talking German. What I'm guessing is probably, like, really loud or something. I don't know. He starts interviewing him, and then (laughs) Betancourt just, like, looks at him, like, in his his face. basically his face was saying what in the fucking shit are you doing oh my fucking god and he kept looking at the audience and then looking back at Jens like what the fuck is going on it's like dude relax They're just like, speaking does, he, <laughs> does
1: he think that Jens Wachter was possessed maybe I, I, yeah he was speaking in tongues Oh, <laughs> that's so weird dude the,
0: I swear that his faces during that thing are absolutely oh, priceless Everybody out there should go out and, and look for the video. I'm sure that it has to be a video of it by now on on YouTube, where somebody just edited it out.
1: It I missed a lot amazing. because I was continuing the Bellin family tradition of being at the at a hospital for the Tour de France, as ah. you did back in like 1985 <laughs> or whatever. 1985, yeah,
0: 1985. I had surgery in my arm uh, during the Tour Malay stage. My my for surgery a was date. Yeah, the day of the tour Malay stage, and I cried and pataleta, the whole thing, yelling at my mom, whatever. I don't want a surgery today. I want to watch the tour. And then my. Um, <laughs> fucking. And then the doctor goes, Oh, you're talking about cycling. Yeah, I love cycling too. Don't worry about it. We're going to have the radio on with the race in the, in the room, in the OR. So you can listen to the race while, we, while the operation is going on. And the moron I was when I was like, I don't know, 13 years old, I'm like, oh, all right. Bullshit, of course. I woke up and I had no idea I would want. It was just
1: horrible. I just thought I would keep the tradition alive, so.
0: Yeah, answer. there you go. There you go. What about when I broke my jaw? <laughs> I was in Cincinnati. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati, riding, broke my jaw, had to go to the hospital for surgery. That day, I was supposed to be back in New York, moving to a new apartment. So I had to call my friend and ask her to go get, like, be there for the moving guys so that they could move me to a new apartment. The moving guys, only one guy showed up. So it was my friend, a lady, and this random dude moved me from one apartment to another. <laughs>
1: See, it's uh, yeah. it's Tour de France hospitals and moving. It's a family and moving, tradition. yeah. It's a fan <laughs> Yeah.
2: You guys uh, are cursed somehow.
1: Oh, uh, don't even say that.
2: The evil no, witch. No, no. The evil witch.
1: Man. The evil witch. The- From yeah. From no, the Sleeping Beauty. It's the I, 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 <laughs> witch. It's the spirit that possesses, uh, possess Jens Vocht. and we like who <laughs> yeah. are afraid of it. Yeah. And don't know No, but you no. know. Uh,
0: I think that um, I I never think that really I'm like, quote unquote, cursed or that I'm like accident prone or anything until I start talking about all the surgeries and broken bones and like my jaw and all the stuff that I've had. And people are like, oh, my God. And I was like, wait, haven't you had any? I've never broken a bone. And I'm like, you've never? What?
1: You've never broken a bone? Have you? I think if you were an active kid, you end up breaking stuff. Oh, my God. I broke an arm, a wrist, a couple of fingers. Uh, Natalia, did you break things as a kid? Like a finger or an arm or something like that?
2: No, I never had broken anything What about ribs?
1: You haven't broken ribs?
2: Nope
0: I've broken ribs three different times I guess I put myself in situations Where I shouldn't I had a guy bend me over A bar stool And then basically Like pile drive me Like just I don't know how to explain it with his elbow, just like, 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 punched me basically with his elbow, like repeatedly.
2: Why? Yeah, I have never been in yeah. that situation. I put so. myself
0: in those situations. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know why the guy jumped me. I remember that he was from Oklahoma. Jesus. That's all I remember.
2: The, so, no, my only thing is, like, for example, I for think sports that not- <laughs> and What's even that? cycling. Like my thing yeah. with injury and stuff. Like all the sports, I know that if you want to get good at him, you have to deal with the possibility of. Injury, so yeah. I have never ever went that far, you know. <laughs>
1: so never tried it. Like, okay, at so
2: what do I do to minimize the risk of breaking? Oh or, no! You know, but like, I mean, I'm hurting myself, I'm, and then it's like I haven't
1: broken it. that many things. <laughs> this is only no, my but third you know, life.
0: No, here's the thing. Do you know what do I do to minimize it? I just don't ride my bike. <laughs> <I
2: don't> ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. No, I mean, so like exactly look, the possibilities, and then the, the first problem? time. The problem with that is that even if you're like standing and then you fall sideways, if you hit the right spot, there goes your collarbone. You're like, it doesn't even have to be like high speed or whatever. So it's like a stupid logic. But that's my, I guess that's my excuse for not, you know, like getting better or faster. I just don't want to injure The way
1: way I broke my collarbone is very impressive. I climbed the bookcase and the bookcase fell on me. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: oh. I was like three years old.
2: That's the thing with back in Colombia with my biking buddies, they will say that the seriousness of somebody that was cycling was determined by the person having broken the collarbone or not. You know, like if you haven't yeah, had yeah, that, yeah. then uh, you are not in that you know, like level yeah. of seriousness. So I was never in that level and I never wanted to be in that broken something level. So, well, so far, I'm, now I'm tell knocking you, on wood. I'm like, I can now tell you that <laughs>
1: breaking your ankle can simply be that you're committed to walking down a set of steps. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For Don't personal experience. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll say this. Just,
2: when, when just scroll. Missing. When you see stairs, just scroll. When I, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: when I, broke, when I broke my ankle, um, it is... Uh, I can't think of the top of my head of a more painful thing. Uh, then when that happened, that the whole ordeal was horrible. But I mean, like, it happens, and then you're kind of numb. And then we got to the to the um, emergency department. It's not called an emergency room anymore. It's not an ER. It's in an ED, so that everybody knows, right? That's hospital lingo. Um, when I got to the ED. Uh the nurse practitioner was like playing with it and like just fucking with it, and it was so painful and getting the X-ray. That's truly the most painful thing. Truly the most painful thing. It sucks. I hated it, I hate it. And Natalia, you were saying about like falling while you're like really slow. I couldn't unclip once when I was waiting at a traffic light and I, uh broke my kneecap when I landed on the, on the, what? Floor. the
2: same I thing
0: out that Valeria broke? Um You know, there's actually another good story about that day. So, (laughs) what? So, I had a. (laughs) That happened on my way to work that morning when I was in Connecticut, when I lived in Connecticut. So, it hurt, but I rode my bike all the way back there, got there, and that morning I got a text from a girl. Uh, oh, no, I texted a girl saying, thank you so much for lending me your car, uh, and thank you very much for the last night, or something like that, right? Because I saw that she had left her keys in my desk. It's this girl that I work with, right? I texted it to the wrong girl. Oops. So the other girl texted me back, like, what are you talking about? Obviously, this wasn't meant for me, whatever. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this sucks. And I felt so bad. And then I went to a meeting, and I started crying, right? And I had told my boss at the time, what had happened with the text. And I started crying from the pain, and he was like, man, this girl must have really been really important to you. I was like, no, dude, I got to go to the hospital. So they took me to the hospital, and I had a problem with the tendon there, or some whatever. Yeah, they they like had to, like, stop my, like, uh, paralyze my knee, whatever the fuck with, that, with this thing for a while. This was um, 2000, 2008 or 2009, something like that.
2: And from these stories, I can only say that your mom is my hero. My mom? She should get get some sort of... An award. An award for some reason. Like, Colombian Congress should give an award to her. I I cannot imagine what has been, like, raising you. My gosh, it's just like... (laughs) Oh,
0: you you think that? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I could tell you stories that will make you cringe and, and just, yeah, it, it's, 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 I, I was very, I am Yeah, still no, I'm, powerful. I'm just saying
2: this because this is a part of your life when you are supposed to be like calming down from your crazy oh,
1: no. teenage years
2: or whatever. No, and if it's this the no, no. calming down, no. I don't want to think about, you know, like what happened. I'm like going to tell you something.
0: Oh gosh. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> the spring of 2006, I got... Um, I was driving down Broadway in Manhattan, uh, just below 14th Street, and uh, I don't know, some stuff happened, one thing led to the next, and I was outside of the car, and like four guys jumped me and beat the crap out of me in front of my then-girlfriend. Yeah, I don't think we were married yet, Um, and then she made me Promise and swear up and down. No more fighting ever. No more fighting ever. You are not allowed to ever fight again. So this is 2006. And I was like, absolutely. I swear. I promise. Haven't been in a f- single fight since. There you go. Spring of 2006. It is now what? Summer of 2017. It's been more than 10 years.
2: We should get him a coin or something. Like some something to commemorate.
1: <laughs> Congratulations. Keep yeah, it going.
2: Keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. Yeah. We like that. <laughs>
0: I haven't. Got, I, I I wouldn't even remember how to like throw or receive a punch.
1: Um, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is what a Tour de France podcast sounds like. Absolutely. Okay. Uran cut his hair. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think okay. he didn't read the story about Sanson and Delilah Is that how you say it in English? <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: It's gone. Whatever strength
2: he had left is gone. Was he? I think that.
0: I think that it, when you have long hair like that and you cut it, you should just cut it short, short. Because now he looks like somebody that wants to have long hair and is like growing it. And it's like, if you want to have long hair and grow it, then why did you cut it in the first place? He should have just cut it super short. Speaking of haircuts, though, oh, you guys didn't see that in the grand part They showed uh, Fuglsang's haircut is just brilliant. Is. Why? What is it's it? So uh, it's it, it's one of those like super buzzed up to the um, up to the line and then parted. but the line is like actually visible. You know the mm-hmm. the part the part like thing. Shaped? It's like yeah, like like cutting. It's so, it's just brilliant because he's a very good looking dude, but <laughs> he looks like such a tool, like such a tool. And then there was that other presenter that only had one eye, which was totally weird totally weird. I recommend you guys watch that because that dude alone was good. Um
2: How an announcement to make. In that exactly, Roma
0: Mardet is 14 years old?
2: Okay, go no, ahead. No, it looks like that, but no, that in five minutes or so I'm going to make you make a <laughs> forced detour from, oh, okay. it's kind of mildly related to France, but not completely, so yeah, like in five okay. or so minutes. I'm just going to I throw actually, a random stuff there, so that's all.
0: I actually wrote, I actually wrote down Roman Bardet looks like a sixteen-year-old Hot Topic employee with that hair. Uh, but I don't remember what his hair looks like. So, um, and also I noticed that they changed the on-screen graphics for the Tour de France, and they're actually really nice. It's not some like ridiculously like heavy typeface, all chunky and disgusting, and like stupid italics for no reason. It's actually nice, elegant, subdued. I really like it.
1: But. Unusually I saw in Eurosport that the gaps in meters between groups or whatever are all in French. They are not um what is it called when they you individualize it per by language where it'll air. Oh yeah. It was yeah, all in yeah. I want
0: I want oh, that's good. I think that wherever the
1: race is, that's what language it should be in. It bothers
0: me when they do stuff in English. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. don't I think that it should be that way. I think a part of the whole thing of, like, seeing, like, the Tour of Flanders is seeing, like, all the horrible sports have green graphics in in, uh, in Flemish, no? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I did not notice. I did not notice. Um, also, okay. No, so, on to stage one, which was stage one, not a prologue. A prologue has to be 8K or, or short. 8K? I think it is 8K uh, or maybe not 8K. I don't know. Whatever it has to be. I think it is 8K at, or or shorter for it to be considered a prologue and not a stage. It was more than that. So it was actually a straight
1: stage. You can just bypass the whole thing and do what I do and just call it the first day or day one. And then because <laughs> sometimes you'll say the first stage and people are like, it wasn't a stage. It was a prologue. Whatever. The first day of the tour. Valverde. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there. Yeah, There you go. That crash looked so
0: ouchy ouch and also uh, Luke Dirtbridge did you see that one too that one wasn't on TV but somebody like taped it with an iPhone or something Damn. holy mother of god <clears throat> yeah those were um, not very good crashes and Luke Dirtbridge uh, I think I told you guys this uh, on backstage pass was like I was going too fast, I was trying too hard, blah, blah, blah. Why was Valverde going so hard? Why couldn't Valverde finish like,
1: why behind, he's going
0: hard. behind Betancourt? Why? Oh, because he was working for Quintana? Yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> I was part <laughs> oh, of the plan. Right. But you get a lot of people in the... I was looking at the reaction, especially from Colombians, because I uh, wanted to see what their take was on that. And then you have a pretty divided opinion from the Colombian cycling fans. So there are ones Wait that a they, they were saying like, no, 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 hear me out. They were saying, oh, this I think, typical Valverde just like looking out for himself. Of course, he was taking risks so so he could be nice placed in the GC, blah, blah. And then you have other half that they're is saying is, no, 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 no. he's being a professional. You're supposed to go full in if you're a professional. So that's why that's what he was doing. He was just racing there and uh, it is interesting because you think about it but then you forget that the before the tour started he said that he was going to work for Quintana what good is he going to do to Quintana if he's not there to work fully for Quintana? I mean, it's one of those things think. I think. I think
0: no, I think it's exactly the opposite. He said, I'm going to work for Quintana. And the only way I can do that is if I'm not there. Because if I'm not there, I'm going to shoot for a podium. So <laughs> he's like, you know what? He's, I couldn't he's possibly He's actually more help.
1: helpful being back home.
0: He's very helpful right now. Of course, kidding aside, he's going to have surgery and all that stuff. And obviously nobody ever... Uh, you know, wishes Yeah no,
2: Ill no, no upon, I mean it's not like Carlton Kirby said.
1: Carlton Kirby. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Kirby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Carlton Kirby. I no, know, but, Mike, okay. I know now I know I Carlton know what Kirby. you're referring to. That the okay, guy said yeah. something like Nairo is not smiling but I know he's smiling, something like that. Jeez. Yeah, the, you have to no, be pretty rotten it, to have said that, yeah. No,
1: especially because they're friends. They're friendly, and I know, like, certainly Betancourt and him are really I know, but I agree with what
0: carton Kirby needed to say. say. I wouldn't have said it if I was working for Eurosport, but what he said basically was like, wink, wink, now Quintana doesn't have to worry about Valverde, which is very true.
2: In all honesty, you think that Valverde didn't make kind of like a change of heart? after he got his podium finish at the Tour de France, that maybe no. not in this first part of the races, when some of the stages uh, were kind of things that he could win. Don't you think that he could have been of use to Quintana once the mountains no. Listen, like are, are you there? Okay. No, no, wait. I'm, I'm just, stage. I mean, just playing devil's advocate here. Advocate. That's all.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, right. So today's stage, they won the Sagan one, right? That was a stage that could potentially have Valverde. I mean, it didn't have Valverde written yeah. all over it because it, it wasn't super steep, but it could have been Valverde, right? He it could also could have, have been for, it, for sure. Exactly. It could also have been Philippe Gilbert, right? It could also have been Michal Kwiatkowski. Those guys that did, didn't go because they were looking after their GC people. Kwiatkowski wasn't just going to be like, uh, "Hey, Fru me, take it easy, buddy. I'm going to go win this." You can't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, there they would have gone for it. Of course he would have. I, 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 listen, I don't think that that's a super shitty thing to do. Uh, you become a cyclist because you are competitive. And some riders are very competitive and some others aren't. I think that some people are really good at being domestics and very good at being helpers and very good at, like, okay, today you have your day. And they're like, yes. Some other guys just. Aren't. And they just cannot do it. And I think Valverde isn't. He has never worked. I mean, every every time that it's not only him, but, I mean, like, every, any... any um, Not only with Quintana, I mean, but any time he's supposed to, like, work for somebody else, he just doesn't. And I don't think that that's necessarily a super shitty thing. I just think that... It's just the way that it is, and I think it's, like, naive for anybody to expect them to do it, especially Unsue. He should know better by now. He's like, yeah, I've known this guy for, like, freaking 30 years. I know that he's not going to
1: fucking... Oh, I think he knows. I mean, I. Mm, yeah, yeah. how can I put this? From people that know and know about that team, it's it's been known that Valverde, even with his age and issues is vastly preferred to Quintana. But I think you're right in in the sense that that's probably what Durbridge would would say, and I'm speculating here, but why was he going too fast? Because you're a pro cyclist and it's the first day of the Tour de France, and your job is to go fast. So you're trying to be careful, but you also want to see how well you do, how you're feeling, how you stack up (laughs) against people. And it's hard to just turn it off. And go as slowly as we would if it was raining and we yeah, were trying yeah. to stay upright.
0: And if they had a, a speed, a, you know, a speed, uh, a, a speed gun right on that corner. And I'll bet you that Valverde wasn't necessarily going any faster than than, than most people. I mean, a lot of it is also luck. It's just yeah. he friggin' crashed. It's not. I, I don't think he was being careless and like, I'm going to go for the stage. I mean, he was going against Tony Martin, the best. Time trialist in the world. Do you really think that? Yeah, sorry, I like, think you're yeah,
2: talking about Gerard uh, Thomas. You mean Gerard Thomas, not uh, Tony yeah, Martin? of
0: course. Yeah, okay. Of course, Geraint Thomas, yeah, yeah. the best, the best. Uh, so uh, it's it's. I, I don't know. I am I don't I don't blame Valverde. I wouldn't have blamed Valverde if he would have gone for that. For you can't ask somebody like Valverde to not be somebody like Valverde. You just can't. If you don't want Valerde doing what he normally does, don't put him in the roster. But like Klaus said, they're going to put him in the roster because it's Alejandro Valverde. So that's it's just the way that it is. It's just the yep. way that it is.
2: Okay. Um, time for my wait, teacher before you jump in the next. This is just a simple question. Okay, go. Is it because I don't want the thing to run over and then I don't get to ask you a question. <laughs> so you think? Do you think there is a good or bad idea to have the Giro Rosa at the same time as the Tour de France. And before you say yes or no, this is the reason why it happens. The Giro Rosa is organized by Italians and the way that Rai, the cycling network, the TV, the TV that shows the highlights because it's not even like live uh, coverage, but you know, like after the fact, what they do is that they show the highlights of the Tour de France. And then after the highlights of the Tour de France, they show the highlights of the Giro Rosa. So the excuse has been that Rai, you know, like part of the why this is taking place is because then Rai can take advantage of the viewership that the Tour de France has and then just show the, you know, like the, the, the grand tour for women. So the question is, do you think that that's a good, because it seems to me that that works for Italy, but it doesn't work for the rest of the world. world (laughs) So I don't know. Do you think good idea, bad idea?
0: Uh, For me personally, as a a cycling fan, I think it's not a very good idea, but I think for the world at large, unfortunately, it's completely inconsequential when it happens because people are not going to watch those highlights regardless. Uh, It makes sense that the Italians would do that. I mean, that's totally something that Rai would do, but that's something that NBC would do here too, you know?
1: Um, I just think that the the problem is that not only um, are we talking about the largest cycling event, but one of the largest, like, cycling events in the world. And the Giro Rosa is, like, the, I hate to say it, but, like, the only really substantial meaty, like, stage race in women's cycling, So it's kind of maddening that, you know, it's that race against that race. It's kind of crazy. Mike, Mike, do you
0: think it's a good idea? Nope. Well, there you go. Mike doesn't think (sighs) it's a good idea either. No, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Klaus. And definitely, I mean, the Tour de France is the biggest cycling race. I mean, bar none, hands down. Nowhere in the neighborhood of the Tour de France is another race when it comes to broadcast, when it comes to audience and reach. No way. However... You could argue that, for example, if you're going to open a car dealership, you don't want to open a car dealership across town from where all the other dealerships are. You want to open them right next to all the other dealerships. That way,
1: this is the Yeah, car but dealership. if you're a tiny dealership, would you put yours inside the dumpster of the most gigantic one?
2: <laughs>
1: no one will find you there. <laughs> How many cars are you going to fit in the dumpster? <laughs> They're little Hot Wheels cars.
2: So I guess just one <laughs> one way to, to to like that it will be less bad. Let's put it that way. It, is if the highlights that are shown in the Rai, you know, like channel mm-hmm. that is only available for Italy, we also available in all these. Uh, channels throughout the world that are covering the Tour de France. So if you have like, okay, by the way, when you do your highlight, whatever, here are the highlights of the Giro rosa for the for the women, that will that maybe case, that like help work. a little that bit because it's like you're yeah. tagging along, you know, like you just watch them. I guess that's the yeah, issue. But that.
0: I mean, if I'm your sport, if I'm your sport, I'm, I'm like, sorry, RCS, I already paid you for the Giro d'Italia and for Lombardia and for I don't want yeah. the Giro yeah, Rosa. no, 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 no in I
2: in understand America. why it's not happening, okay. but I'm just saying like the the way to kind of like take advantage as the Italians seem to have mm-hmm. you know, like be having taken advantage of that to make it not sucking for the rest of the world, I say. Because this yeah. year has been especially frustrating following that thing. You know, like I, I tried to keep tabs on, on Twitter, dude. And today it was like a massive stage because it was supposed to be boring and flat. And then there were crosswinds and there was separation. And we didn't know, even after, after the race was over, who was on the first group and who was on the second group. This oh bad, I mean, God. and we're talking like live action. And the only thing that we got was like, oh split there are some writers up front and then there is a following group and uh, everyone was thinking where are the easy contenders you know like did did they all make the front group do we have something left behind can we just give a names time for we only knew at the end who crossed the line first and they have to correct the person because it was a photo finish anyway so it was like really really bad for today so and i decided like okay you become a cycling fan and you try to follow the women's peloton by choice. So kind of like bitching about why I don't have coverage. Do you know what you're getting yourself into? you know, like, stop bitching about it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you stop watching. You know, like that's like why you make your, your life miserable. So if you don't the like it, the struggle no. part
1: that's of it. the fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, you think I mean, I'm like, I'm at that point. like, you know what? Whatever. you like, I'm not even, listen, I'm not even I'm going sure, to I'm try. P- this is too hard. Yeah.
0: I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably disagree, but I think the the four of us at at least agree that um, the success of women's cycling, and if women's cycling, the the farther along that women's cycling gets, the better it is for cycling in general, right? Yep. So... Mm -hmm. It's 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 a it's a legitimate complaint. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying? It's absolutely a legitimate complaint. And there's no like, well, it's women's uh, cycling, so I'm not gonna be able to watch it. I've been following it, quote unquote, just by watching the backstage pass from the and the fact that Orica is doing a backstage pass for the Giro Rosa is awesome. So I've been following it with with them. That. <laughs> That's how I find out who wins and stuff. <laughs> That's
2: good. That's good. My, but it's just like it's it's kind of frustrating, Hans. What do you think?
0: <laughs> uh, he, he that
2: was what i thought hey, mike yeah.
0: mike have you been watching it nope are you do you feel bad about that though yes oh yeah nah, poor mike he feels bad
2: okay so no okay. i mean people there are there is if you google in youtube you are going to see the highlights that are being shown in in rye they are like 15 20 minute highlights. And out of the 15, 20 minute highlights, we have like 10 dedicated to sign in and landscape shots. That's it. So, of course. But so, you know, it is what it is.
1: In network <laughs> television, people refer to that as the lead in, right? So, you have the show before you. So, like back in the days of Must See TV, they would put whatever new show they had hopes in after Seinfeld, the idea being like, Surely it'll give you a good lead-in. So the idea of the Tour de France highlights giving you a good lead-in for, you know, the Giro Rosa's highlights. it's great. Yeah, it would be great, like, but um, it doesn't work because it's only in Italy, and it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, it's just not good timing. Why would you go it? up against the Tour de France in any way with anything bike-related?
0: Uh, th- didn't uh, didn't um, Silicon Valley follow um, Game of Thrones for at least a season, maybe two seasons. Probably. For I th- some I, I, I maybe my head is all messed up. Hey, listen though, on the on the first stage, did you guys see that there was that um, like massive screen above the start ramp with each guy like making like faces and like giving thumbs up and counting down and stuff? Did you see that?
2: Nope. Ha.
0: Oh, I, was I have
2: to hammer. admit, I didn't watch the individual time trial. I was just like oh. checking Twitter thingies. So, no,
0: Mike, let me see if Mike, Mike did you watch it? Yes, Mike watched it. Dude, it's all it, it. Remember the during hammer time, whatever hammer metal hammer, whatever metal hammer fucking,
2: series. Hey, you can't hammer touch series. this.
0: Remember those things that, 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 that like you and I brought up, Klaus, those huge screens that were the arch thing. It was. Yeah. It was like that. It was like a, like a high-definition screen above the thing, and it had the countdown on either side. And then in the middle, it had a video of the guy that was about to go on, like, making faces and stuff and, like, doing hand gestures and saying hi to people and stuff. It was actually really cool. I really, really liked it.
1: So it's, it's worth going back and checking out. There's, today's uh, stage, was the finish was fantastic, super uh, exciting. So there has been at least one good day. No 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 and, and what about in stage two? Uh, uh
0: Froome riding the tiny little bike. His knees were even farther out than normal. His elbows, <laughs> he looked like he looked like that dude riding the tiny little bicycle.
2: Oh, you know, right. like, oh musicals God. of the streak. Yeah, Monona. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um so interesting. That and did you hear that somebody uh, broke into Gallopin's house last no. night? No. <laughs> yeah. oh Poor dude. He's like, all right, honey, I'm going to the Tour de France. Bye. And then he leaves and then somebody breaks into his house. <laughs> uh, I wonder if the, whoever broke into his
1: house knew who his house house it was. That's pretty funny. Well, that happened to Plaxico Burris when he played for the Steelers. He was an, at an away game, and they figured, like, he's not married. I'm sure he's not uh-huh. home because I see him on the TV. <laughs> it's a good strategy.
0: It's a good strategy, absolutely. Oh, listen, this happened. It was actually funny, too, and my wife thought this was hilarious because I was actually just watching it on the couch, and she was, like, reading or whatever. And, uh, you know, Jonathan Harris Bass, like, the other member, the member of the of the Eurosport Uh, team that stays in London the guy that has a really good voice you know, the guy that actually sounds like an announcer anyway, Jonathan Harris-Bass he said something like I don't know, they were going from, like, with uh, Germany into Belgium or something. He's like, oh, you know, going from Germany to Belgium is so easy and blah, blah, blah. And European, I mean, just being, just Europe is so wonderful. I mean, who would want to be a part of that? <laughs> like, total, really? Like, total, like, super duper, like, social political statement right in the middle of the race. I mean, who would want to be a part of that, right? <laughs> it was awesome. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I, I
2: heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and also, I did, you, was... did you hear the nickname that Flecha gave Sagan today? No. Saganator. Oh, yeah. Saganator. Saganator. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something about Juan Antonio Flecha and Peter He's Sagan. The Juan today. and Only? The Juan and Only. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what about that movie with, uh, that movie with, uh, what's the name of the old Mexican, um, comedian? The old, old guy. Um,
1: your Rodriguez. Children. Oh I No, know. no, old, old. Before uh, him. Born in East L.A. Oh, no. Cantinflas? No, 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 no. Don Francisco.
0: No, American. Don Francisco
1: Mexican. is German. Oh, Don
0: Fra-
1: no way. Oh, He's Jewish.
0: Can you
2: please,
0: <laughs> can you people please concentrate on what I'm saying? Uh, no, this movie came out in like 80, in the 80s. Uh, Rodriguez. Ah, whatever his name is. But anyway, the name of the movie, the name of the movie is "A Million to Juan," and it's about a dude named Ah. Juan who wins a million dollars. No, but Sagan and Flecha. Something important, very important that I noticed today, because of what happened to Sagan, where like he his uh, foot slipped out of the pedal. Came out. They both said the word "clit." Oh Look no! They were both like, oh, "And uh, my foot is in the clit," and <laughs> And you see, his is is not in the clit anymore. And I was like, "Oh boy, oh, boy. And nobody apologized.
1: Nobody sure, apologized yeah. for the rude language. I'm sure the <laughs> censor at the BBC was like, should, should it? I don't. Should I? I'm and not I don't really know." Sure. Is it racist because if you censor that? It kind of is. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Totally, totally. So why are you going to go. oh, no, I sleep my clipless pedal? I mean, no,
1: because (laughs) listen, I mean, it
2: would clarify it, but it's not Juan
1: Antonio Fletcher's fault that he was born in Argentina and is not a native speaker and lives in Spain. So it's racist to say that he said a bad
0: word. But let's say that he was actually talking about the part of the female anatomy. Then. It, that's not racist, it's not like a horror, not, he's not saying like a bad word, he's not saying like the C word or something, clitoris is just the thing, and you just shorten it by clit, it's not, it's not a bad word, so I don't think it would be censored, it's just funny that they both True. said clit.
2: My gosh, I I'm never see. going to use that word, like ever, uh, <laughs> oh, I cannot, we... from now on, I don't know how to, <laughs> the special pedal shoes, or something like that, <laughs> Please. It,
1: it took me about ten years of living in the United States to say "sheet of paper" in school.
2: Can't, I can't. I, I, can't, I have to say "piece, piece of, of paper." paper.
1: Especially when you're in the seventh grade and you know you don't want to be embarrassed, you know.
2: And when My, the waves of the ocean break in, I don't know how to pronounce that word either. So,
1: wait, which what what
2: the what, the the place where the Ocean waves breaking.
1: Oh yes, the beach. The
2: beach. Uh Uh-huh. Not the tough one. Not the female dog companion.
1: Juan and Juan and Only (laughs) would struggle with that one too. Well Juan and Only struggles with English in general, just as a whole. Uh, It's getting a little
0: Oh, and God bless him. I love it. I love it. I love that he mispronounces things and he says things that would make no sense to an English speaker, but I know what he's thinking in his head in Spanish. So when he says and it, it's and I'm like, like oh, a I word know by what
1: word he... translation. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like,
0: oh, I know what he meant. Nobody else in the world did. Um yes. Did you guys see Andy Schleck's like little interview, Finney while they were riding through Luxembourg? No. You, did you guys watch all six hours of broadcast today?
2: No. <laughs> you only oh, watched oh. the last 30 kilometers.
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, it, little gems like this is the reason that you should watch it. Yeah. Um, Andy Schleck, I guess, was there at the finish line. Uh, and so Carlton Kirby and Sean Kelly were talking about it, whatever. And apparently he's gained a little bit of weight, they say. So Carlton Mm. Kirby says, I didn't even recognize him. He walked by. I didn't even recognize him, but he recognized Sean Kelly. So they like talked for a little bit and whatever. And they kept going. Oh, also somebody thought that Sean Kelly was, they, they called him down. They were like, Hey Roach. And he was like, Oh no, no, no. I'm not uh, Stephen Roach. I'm, Sean Kelly, and he goes, no, 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 not Stephen Roach, his son. He's like, no, I'm <laughs> also not Nicholas Roach. I'm like, you're way off, dude. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, how could anybody ever think? Yeah, you're Nicholas Roach. You should be. You should be actually on your bicycle right now, and you're also Jesus. like 40
1: years older. Yeah. Like, like why what? are you wearing jeans? You know, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I'm going to ask you guys a question, but you have to answer very fast because if you think about it, it'll throw this off. How old is Andy Schleck? Quickly. 25. When?
0: 29.
1: He's 32. Holy cow. Of course, you you kind of proved me wrong. I was just thinking, Andy Schleck is very young still. Yeah. And he's been retired for years. They talked about that. They talked about that.
0: Why would he retire so young or whatever? And, I mean, Sean Kelly was saying, like, you know, some people just want to stop and they just don't care and whatever. Well, but some people also start to suck to the point. They're like, why bother? <laughs> um, no, but listen, yeah, he though, was. he actually has gained some weight. And Sean Kelly said this, too. He's gained some weight. So now he looks normal. <laughs> so he looks like a, just a regular yeah. person. You know, he doesn't look like a skeleton anymore. And he has a shop in Luxembourg. Holy shit. Bike it looks shop? awesome. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it's a museum. He has like all his jerseys and stuff, and all yeah. the bikes that he won races in and stuff, and then all this stuff that is autographed by different people. And it's just, it looks amazing. It looks really, really cool. And Meanwhile, he's actually like, yeah, I don't miss it anymore. I missed it at first. Blah blah blah. It's pretty good. Who's pretty good the guy thing.
1: from Saxo Bank that won Liège-Bastogne-Liège the year before he um, retired? Uh, Liège-Bastogne-Liège. Yeah, or, uh, not the guy
0: that won um, the Tour of Flanders, right?
1: No, no. Nick Nuyen. Yes, yes. He Disney owns a small yeah. supermarket franchise. There you go. God <laughs> bless <laughs> him. Now, if you're a Grand Tour contender, you get a fancy bi- uh, bike shop. But if you just like won one race and then everyone ah. forgets your name, you own a uh, Aldi. That's the. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's the that's the tour of Flanders that we were at. That I was that he was like yes, Joe yeah. and I and you yourself, yeah. And that I totally. F- it's easy to forget him. So okay, do I you remember in two thousand a- the, the tour in two thousand eight? Right, the stage into Andorra that we saw. Who won that?
1: Wasn't it Contador? He won time.
0: No, it wasn't. He wasn't in the first group.
1: Oh, French
0: a, guy. Yeah, I've been from, AG from AG2R. From AG2R. I have no idea who it is. I can never remember that. Isn't that weird? Like, we were right there. I remember the one coming into Barcelona,
1: Torhushov won that. Yeah. But it's weird. Uh, uh, Nocentini? Uh, no. Nocentini was in. No, he wasn't. Uh, no, he wasn't AG2R,
0: but yeah, he was. Yeah, um, it was French. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mike, do you remember who won it? Lance. N-
1: no. Oh, Lance was death there. But that was his first year of his comeback But By the way, imagine if you were like In the movie Encino Man, right? So you're unfrozen caveman lawyer Or whatever And you were frozen <laughs> in the year yeah, like That's a good uh, reference right there yeah. Say you were frozen in the year 2005 Or so And then you woke up today And the Tour de France is on So you tune in on the second day Sorry, I'm hopping because of my uh, Ankle Uh and then you're like, ooh, so Lance is probably not around. So what American is going to win the race? And then you realize that everyone, <laughs> that everyone is super excited because an American is wearing the polka dot jersey for one day.
0: <laughs> I love that they did a list of every American that has worn <laughs> the polka dot jersey. They're like, well, Greg LeMond. And, and of course, Lance never wore it because he was never in the, in the tour. Lance. Um, and then I can't remember. Oh, and Taylor Finney, and now uh, what's his face?
2: Andy Houston, and Never,
0: never in the tour, I, uh, right. I don't know. Wow. I, they well, went through. They went go. through the list actually.
1: Okay. So I think, you know, Taylor Finney's comeback, certainly, you know, his parents, the fact that his dad is ill, his parents were at the finish line. I totally understand the significance of it. It's just kind of funny that I think a fan from that era would go, so the Americans are wearing that important yellow jersey? And he'd go, no, no. no. That, the best <laughs> the Americans are going to do is <laughs> this. So I hope you like it. Uh, good luck with this.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it is it's it is. Kind of funny. I I remember saying a long time ago that um, Australian cycling and Colombian cycling are kind of like opposite. That when Colombian cycling is doing really well, Australian cycling is doing really bad, and then the other way around. Um, and there's a word for that kind of thing, but I can't remember what it is. But I think that that's actually the case, probably much more with the with the U.S. because. Like, Colombian cycling was thriving from, like, 84, 85, 86, 87. And then Greg LeMond comes in, and Colombians kind of fizzle out. They disappear through all through the Armstrong years. There's you know, a handful of Colombians here and there. And then Colombians are, like—and then Americans start to, like, kind of fade a little bit. And then, like, a bunch of them retire. And then that's when, like, Duque and, you know, the early days of Huron and— and stuff, like, even Betancourt with Aquasapone and stuff, like, it's weird that, I wonder if that's what it is, like, Colombia does well, the US just doesn't
1: So they have a lot of writers
0: they have a lot of writers, and there's a lot of writers that are very, very good, I think Andrew Talansky is a great writer, I think he just needs to concentrate on shorter stage races Um, obviously Taylor Finney's super talented guy Um, he's just had a lot of bad luck and stuff yeah, but it's not the Armstrong years of US Postal Yes, exa-
1: well, so I, <laughs> for a very specific reason, uh, yeah. it's also not yeah, even but, like, yeah, it's... But it's yeah. not the Greg LeMond days either. So I would say no, exactly. that the Americas have one, the ability to have one good country. Country, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's either, a, so next time we're, like, Mexico
0: is going to get really big and Costa, Costa Rica. Costa Rica doesn't even have like their uh, national championships. It's only amateur. As a pro- you can't compete compete if you're an, uh, a professional. So what does Andre Amador do? He can't compete? He doesn't. No, he never competes. That's, he would be, think about it, he would be the national champion every
1: single year. I thought maybe the national championships would just be held in his closet. He just puts on the jersey <laughs> and that's <laughs> it's it. A part, which, in, where, wherever he is in the
0: world, in his hotel room, that's where it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, which I've He said doesn't said even have before. to ride his bike.
1: He doesn't even have to ride his oh. bike. They
0: just ship him the jersey. And he puts the, yeah, jersey the
1: ceremonies on. when the FedEx guy arrives. I still think if he weren't in Movistar, I think he's a solid GC dude for a smaller team. He can time trial super yes. well, he can and climb in his like Giro, a- and the Giro, yeah, my God, if he wasn't in Movistar, he would be like a good, I don't mean this as an insult, but like a C-level GC guy and could yep. do fantastic I'll tell
0: you what uh, if i am Cannondale dry pack right now i would
1: take amador over uran uh, based on the last year yes
2: yeah. yeah
1: absolutely oh yeah that's exact that's a perfect team for him yes he would and with support i he would do amazingly podiums yes yep for sure definitely definitely yeah
0: um definitely agree with that one
1: um that is all
0: my notes for the tour uh we will be back next week so one more time thanks to all the patreons thanks to health iq thank you klaus natalia thank you very much mike yep. hey. th- thank you very very much
2: are we before, you go, before we leave uh there is it. a fan club for the podcast in Strava.
0: The the Strava, yes.
2: So, before I forget for the third time. So, yes, one of the listeners uh, created a cycling club in Strava. I'm not in Strava, and I don't think any of you guys are in Strava. So, this thing is a fan club. If you want to join, you just have to look for it. The name is Speed Metal Cycling, and the person in charge is... Richard E. I don't know what the last name is going to be. So he's the uh, he's the one that man- manages that. I don't know if he's Richard. Open or like yeah, Richard. Aloha, Richard. I can tell you something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can okay. tell you something about Richard. He's this is how good a man he is. Years ago, he sent me a care package filled with Japanese beer. I wow. mean, wow. so what else? What else would you you know what I'm saying? Wow. What else can you support ask the man? Yeah. Support so, the man the well, you know, mean, and join the strata thing. If this is
2: something that you guys are into and you want to compare yourself against other listeners in the podcast <laughs> oh, because that's your <laughs> thing, then go to listeners. I didn't say losers, man. Jeez, like, That's racist. Uh, I, said, I, so, I, said losers. Losers. I said losers. Go, go look at Speed Metal yeah. Cycling in the cycling clubs and then you will find it. And maybe you can you can join. Rest assured, we cannot see... But you guys are going to be doing because we're not Strava, so don't worry. We are not going to make fun of you if you join the, the That's club. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mike, are you are you in Strava? Yes.
2: Are you really? <laughs> <Liar>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, and we're out of here. Peace.
2: I don't
0: kure kure, us